Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Bum 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 We promise not to eat you. We only want to meet you. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the Fifo Chums. Welcome back, everybody, to Fifi Fo Chums. I'm Zach. I'm Paul. And we are, you know, here to talk about stuff like we are yep. every week. Um, things, yeah. Every time before we start hit recording, me and Paul are like, what are we going to talk about? And we rarely talk about the thing we discuss to talk about. But yeah. um, I'm a sucker for anything uh, discounted food. So Paul said he had an Aldi story. So let's go. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'd never had Aldi before. I knew nothing about Aldi. If anything, mm-hmm. I kind of confused it with with Kohl's as just like a store okay. where you can go in and maybe buy candles and maybe makeup. I was wrong. Um, so uh, Christina went there and just bought a bunch of stuff, snacks, base, basics, yeah. whatever. So she's like, hey, uh, I'm at this place. I got you like a like a kind of like a raspberry Danish, and I'm like, oh, that's great. So I got you some like calzones, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like I love a calzone, which is just pizza. A calzone is just a piece of pizza, different geometry. Um, it's to a point. Well, it depends on what kind, because I like the one if it's all ricotta, like if there's no Ooh. sauce on the inside. Then I'm like, this is a separate thing. I have to I don't dip it. I consider that a calzone. See that that's that's what I grew up with. So I grew up with calzones really? were just. Uh, if you got a plain calzone or cheese Oh, wait, calzone. I'm sorry. You're correct. Yes. And then there's the dipping sauce of marinara. And then you dip it in the marinara. But lately, yeah. I was just in the West Coast and I ordered a calzone and it had the sauce. They didn't give me the marinara. And I was like, what the fuck? And then the sauce was inside. And I was like, okay. this, I was like, this is just, in fact, a folded in half pizza versus. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the other night, I'm like, it's not quite dinner. You know, a little snack. And I'm like, oh, I have that calzone. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Um, it comes in its own little plastic thing, its little clamshell. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do that. And it's like microwave from refrigerator, like a minute, minute and a half. I'm like, okay, cool. So I get it. This is the this is the four cheese calzone. I get it, cut it in half. I eat it. And I'm like, that was okay. That was okay. That was great. Today, I had one left. I had the buffalo chicken calzone. I'm like, well, if the four cheese was good... The buffalo chicken should usually adding be buffalo better. chicken to anything makes me a happier boy, right? Like, I could be at a funeral and it's like this buffalo chicken, and I'm like, oh hey, you imagine a little less crying. I was yes, just at I a can. funeral with past hors d'oeuvres, and I was like, what the fuck is that? That's brilliant, <laughs> it That's was fucking a, brilliant because everyone's was, sad. You're a little less sad when there's hors d'oeuvres. I mean, they were too fancy. They were like walk by and you're like, I don't even know how to eat that. You know? Oh, okay. That's no, no, no. You don't want to be sad and confused. That's no, double. No. Pigs fucked. in a blanket. That's the level yeah, yeah, of appetizer I wanted at a funeral. Bowl, bowl of pistachios yeah. with a spit bowl next to it. I can handle that. Um, yeah. So I, I heat this thing up and same as before, like I cut it. I'm like, huh, okay. There's something both homemade and low quality about this calzone first off there was no buffalo sauce you know that typical orange sauce um someone had clearly just opened up the four cheese Mm. sprayed tabasco and then oh that's not yes nope tabasco and then the chicken zach (laughs) the chicken i feel like someone had taken three chicken nuggets 
cut them into quarters. Delicious. Let them rot just enough. Okay. So you take a bite and it's like one bite, you're like, oh, that's rotten. Next bite, no. Third bite, oh, yeah. Fourth bite, well, fifth bite, too late. It's already gone. Oh, uh, also, like that was my experience. Um, my wife got mushrooms and pasta and oat milk and got like more more healthy stuff. Um, she said something was just wrong with the oatmeal. She said mm-hmm. that both the pasta and the mushrooms gave her food aversion. So what can I ask a dumb question? What's food aversion? Um, so like, OK. That's I've not, only had is that like food poisoning? Food. No. So it's okay. related to that in my mind. Okay. So I've only actually had food poisoning, like actual mm-hmm. food poisoning twice in my life. Oh, fuck me. I've had One it a time couple times. Was, it's rough. It is. It's so my wife worst. made this this pasta years ago. with like an, It was like a zucchini. It was very nice. Somebody didn't wash their hands before they used the zucchini. Mm-hmm. So like we That's clearly the worst part had, is it's vegetables yeah. too that get you. It makes me fuck so you. We're fucking so, mad. Right? It's like I don't want to eat Big Macs. But I've never gotten food poisoning from a fucking Big Mac. So food aversion is we had food poisoning, capital F, capital P, food poisoning from this delicious dish that she made. And then sometime later, um, uh, Christina was like, yeah, I'm going to make this thing. You know, I'm going to do this and we're going to put zucchinis in it. And at the word zucchini, literally our stomachs closed up. So that's food aversion. And that in a way is kind of like, oh, so I guess it was the zucchini. That's Laura with eggs. Yeah. Laura all of a sudden is just like, for the last year, she's been like, like a very anti-egg all of a sudden. But yeah, the worst food poisoning I ever got in my entire life was from a Caesar salad, which is the most infuriating thing. We're trying, guys. We're trying. I was doing a (laughs) swimwear shoot for Uh, um, oh god for uh, Gabby Fresh's swimwear line, which was Barbie themed, and I was essentially the Ken. That's amazing. It was so. It was a blast of a shoot. (laughs) From what I could remember, because gotcha. I the night before I was like, I'm doing swimwear. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. eat anything heavy. No I'm just gonna. Tonight. I yeah. ordered just a sing a Caesar. I didn't even get protein on it. I just ordered a Caesar salad from yeah. room service because it was fancy, and um, forty dollars Caesar. It was salad. like a forty dollars Caesar salad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The client was paying, so I was. They're like, oh, order God. room service. I was like, Fuck, get, get, yeah. I'll take four Caesar salads. Yeah. yeah. So I got a so I got a Caesar salad, and yeah. um, that's all I ate. Everything was fine. I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, call time was 7 a.m. At uh-huh. 4 a.m., I wake up just cramping in every part of my abdomen. Covered in sweat. Yeah. Sweating, shaking. <sighs> you think everything, you're dying. You everything think you're starts dying. Yeah. evacuating in every yeah. direction. It's like your body is just... I always think... You ever seen Osmosis Jones? <laughs> I remember was that? fucking thinking Osmosis <laughs> That's exactly Jones. what I think about. With the clams. Yeah. Uh, with Bill Murray for, and the clams. For the children <laughs> in Osmosis Jones, um, he eats <laughs> clams and someone hits the like emergency button, which is... Yeah. The the, uh, get this out of my button. system. The body knows something is That's wrong with it. That's what true food poisoning feels like. I spent that entire yeah. shoot, Paul. I threw up. I had to leave the makeup artist chair that morning yeah. to How go throw you up. able to function? Jesus. I had the social media manager of the brand luckily just had like Pepto-Bismol tablets on her and she was uh-huh. like feeding me like eight at a time. She had like a oh. box of them and I'm shaking off and then I'm like, 
and like pulling it together enough to get the shot and then they're like all right zach you got a break and i'm like okay and i like go back and i'm sweating and then the only people apparently the only people who knew was the makeup artist obviously that's ridiculous and the social media manager because i said um because gabby fresh posted something about that shoot and how fun it was and i was like hey remember when (laughs) i had violent food poisoning this whole shoot and she was like, I had no idea that happened. And I'm like, I'm a wow. goddamn professional. Y'all. Oh, yeah. I took two days off of work. Like, oh, you have to. It's but, the like worst. the idea of being on set and like, no, we can't reschedule this. Get out here. Wow. So so are you saying so what Christina ordered from Aldi? She like had it. And then the she next time she went to have poisoning. mushrooms, she was like, uh-uh, no, no like she made the dinner and then was kind of just like she took a couple Ugh. bites and was like something is wrong yeah this is gonna make me yeah it's it's your body knows you know another really interesting way to do this is like if the milk is spoiled and you smell it and it's like spoiled your your stomach will literally like turn into a fist and be like this will poison you oh so yeah that's food aversion yeah yeah aldi is i've been to aldi a couple of times and it always sketched me out like okay. for one, it sketches me out because you said Christina went to this, not you, right? I, I did not go. No. Okay. Yeah. So first, so start off number one. You yeah. have to pay a quarter to get a car, to get a cart. That's odd to me. You have to do that everywhere now. You have to do that at Shoprite. But really? here's the beautiful thing. Remember how the litmus test of if you're a human or not is you leave the shopping cart in oh, the yeah. parking lot. I now always... you want people to leave the shopping cart because it saves you a quarter. Oh, that's true. It does. So get now a free it's quarter. like, ooh, but you get that your quarter back. That litmus it, test it, no at Lidl, you get your quarter back if Fuck you return you. I'm your not cart. Pay. I'm not paying a quarter to use their fucking well, shop. You, Fuck you. You don't pay the quarter. You loan the quarter, and then you get it on. Ret- it's a collateral, exactly. which led I am me okay to just believe that paying for-, for a plastic bag. I when they yeah. announced that, I was like, I'm fine with that. Whatever, yeah. you know. But the idea of like. So you want to you want to rent our shopping cart? You rent a fucking beach house. You don't rent a fucking shopping cart. Fuck. You. I think it's more of a deposit situation, but I totally get it. My Are I, people I am stealing a big, shopping carts all like the it, time in my neighborhood. Yes, <laughs> I think all the time people are stealing shopping carts. What I do see, you do with shopping carts? Um, when I was a teenager, uh, yeah. throwing them into rivers. <laughs> Was like the main the main thing. Uh, we I've I'd had friends who we would steal shopping carts. Um, I'm pretty sure Statue of Limitations is up on this at this point. <laughs> um, but we I won't I won't say which place we stole them from. But we would steal Good shopping idea. carts and we would uh, we would get in them because this is what teenage boys do. And we oh, would like race each other down the hill like Jack saw it on sure. Jackass. Had to sure. do it. Didn't get as badly hurt. Luckily, I just like yeah. flipped onto the grass and was like, ah, that was wild. Um, and then we threw them in the river. So yeah, people steal them. And uh, it's a uh... growing up in New York City, man. The things you had to worry about weren't like skinned knees. It was like getting abducted. Yeah. Was my childhood terrible? But it was just like that was my baseline, so I was cool hey, with it. Hey, I'm gonna let you know a little secret. Yeah, you, you get abducted a lot in the suburbs too. Don't worry, we're the king of yeah. the. We we are we the are the land. We are the land of the unmarked land of, of unmarked white vans pulling up and being like puppy candy. Get the fuck in! Like it is. It's a joy of a place. The suburbs. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um, 
I used to think for a long time that uh, Aldi and Trader Joe's, I remember there was a Mandela effect. I had to look it up while you were talking. Yeah. That all I was like, the guy who owns Aldi is the Trader Joe's brother or cousin. And I looked it up. Oh, and like the like, evil twin or something. Yeah. Like, like Adidas yeah. and Puma. Adidas and Puma, <laughs> for those who don't know, two brothers were Adidas. Uh, it's a German company. They uh-huh. have fought. They argued. One split off and created Puma. So they were originally Adidas and Puma were the same company. But um, one of them isn't shitty. Like Trader Joe's is good quality. All yes, these like I always, I always thought they were like the same thing. And apparently oh. that's a just a total Mandela effect. They do not. They they are. They use the same business model. That is the whole thing of okay. privately labeling groceries. However. As a Trader Joe's stand on this account, uh, yeah. Trader Joe's has the best privately labeled food. Like I don't care that I can't the get pop tarts or whatever. Their sure. snacks are the oh every craft services. Just so you know, in any fashion or film shoot, they yep. just go to Trader Joe's now. They don't yeah. even bother doing other things. The best be- guac I ever had was on a shoot uh, for SNY, and there was this. We're, I want to. I want to talk about the craft service guy in a second. But so um, <laughs> I had the best guac I ever had, and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck did you do?" And he's like, "Greek yogurt from Trader Joe's as the base," and then I just like mix stuff into it. I learned that from Queer Eye. That he's like, I put a scoop. I of bet Greek this guy did in. too. I and I was like, too. Yeah. and it makes it. It it well. The, I, it was in, the best guac. Queer I, it was the best non-real. Yeah, it's you know, really authentic. really good. Yeah. It's really really good. And he says. On on Queer Eye, uh, Anthony said that it keeps it from turning brown. Because I yes. was like, that, yeah, and that's like the reason he does it. And he was like vindicated when he was at like <laughs> when um, the person they were making over was Mexican, and their and that person's grandma was like, I put sour cream in my guacamole every time. He's like, what? Ah, see, they've been making fun of me. You put a little bit of dairy, and it doesn't turn brown. And the old yeah. lady was just like, Yeah, we've been doing that for years. So I was like, Good for so, you, Anthony quick thing about this particular shoot normally craft service is a table it's there um you get like three you you get a breakfast and or lunch and or dinner depending this is the first set certain breaks yeah this is the first set i've ever been on where this motherfucker was just doing the rounds like i was just sitting there and he walked this guy just like pop popped up out of nowhere trey spanakopita oh that's a big uh disappeared Appeared again, you know, guacamole. Like, literally, when lunch came around, uh-huh. I was not hungry. I still ate because it was free and it was really yeah, good. But, like, throughout the day, I didn't have to get up and go and get a handful of Skittles. I turn around. He's there. Just open your mouth. Open your mouth, little bird. Ah, just pouring Skittles in my mouth. I love like, that. That's a, yeah. Then he definitely worked on fashion sets before. That's a big fashion set thing is I, the that's cater. Fantastic. Like, yeah. certain certain levels, again, not like you get to a certain level of fashion shoot and the caterer normally there's a caterer and he just comes and he drops his stuff off and he picks it up when he's done. That's exactly. a normal caterer in a higher fashion shoot. They stay there and they like cater. They, they like cater you. waiter. Yeah. It's the yeah. best. I don't think this guy was with catering because he didn't have like a caterer vibe. He mm-hmm. was almost like a P you know what I'm going to say? He was almost just like an awesome PA. And I know that is not the job of the PA, but, but sometimes he was like, they do. some PAs go above and beyond, dude. Yeah. I love a good PA. I love, I love a good, a good PA. PA. They make it work, man. They do. Uh, Production assistant for all you laymans out there. Uh, Let's do some news. It's Mm. time for nudes. What? It's news. Oh. Oh, 
Um, so uh, you're familiar with our 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 good friend John Oliver, friend of the pod, maybe big <laughs> big big friend of big, the pod, yeah, big friend of the pod, John Oliver. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Do you watch the show at all? Do you watch um last week? I tonight? watched bits and pieces. Here's the thing: for as funny as it is. It's it's always such bad news. It's the same as it's Daily very Show. It's depressing. Like, ha, 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 I'm crying. Oh, it's yeah. depressing. It is so very I see bits like, and pieces. Yeah, I I have to. I've. It's only a thirty minute show. It is rare. I always watch every week. You're it's exhausted. rare. I get through it in a single sitting. I usually yeah. watch fifteen minutes, and I'm like, okay. It's like move. getting punched in the face for fifteen minutes. It's so like sad. it's brilliant writing that it hurts you physically. Yeah. yeah. But then he does something exciting. For example, uh, New Zealand was having their Bird of the Century competition. Competition. So yeah. every year they have bird. We of the we year. took it this year. Yes. Yeah. The uh, century, every, I guess. Every year there is a bird of the year, and this year they decided it was bird of the century because it was the 100th year they've done the competition, which is even better that for a hundred years they've been picking the best bird. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, this is only in New Zealand and it's only New Zealand native birds. It's not like any bird. It's specifically New Zealand native birds. Is and that xenophobic? Not when it's a a contest that is supposed to be only in New Zealand. <laughs> well, it had to be the, I the don't birds know. are not I'm native. Offended. Oh, wow. I'm not offended. I don't give a fuck. Yes. I know. But they um <laughs> his whole thing was so John Oliver's like, I want to do that in the U.S. And they're like, there's no contest like that in the U.S. <laughs> and then he like looked into like, he's like, I want to do some sort of contest like that. That's so fun. I love that they just do birds. Yeah. And then he redid their looked at the New Zealand um, Forest and Bird magazine, I think it is. Uh, <laughs> sure. And they saw and saw like read the rules of the contest and saw that you did not have to live in New Zealand to vote. And not only that, that the oh, wow that the um, the forest and bird actually encouraged people as part of a lively banter to oh. organize campaigns for their favorite bird. Oh, that's and brilliant. I was like, yo, they so there was one for like you know it's New Zealand, so the kiwi has a campaign. Kiwi. There was sure. a uh, a type uh, I think it's the kakapo, the uh, yeah kakapo, yeah. a type of parrot uh, that they were like. Not you a know, a they had like a minor league basketball team named after them. So they were just like, we're voting. Sure. For so there was all these little campaigns. That's great. And all That's of a sudden, John Oliver is like, yeah. I can get in on this. So he, uh, John <laughs> Oliver picked a random bird. Like he looked at a bunch that didn't have campaigns, picked one and just went, I'm going to lobby so fucking hard. And the, the fact that he now knew he could get votes from outside of the United, like outside of New Zealand. Outside of New Zealand, yeah. He's like, I am going to get a crazy amount of votes. This man had, um, <laughs> for one, he had a giant, you know, 40 foot, a 40 foot. It, now, the name of his bird is the Puteki Teki. Nice. I think is the correct way to say it. It's close. Uh, but the Puteki Teki, it is also, I think it's the Great Crested Grebe is like the more, yeah. this is like the scientific name for it. And Grebe um, sounds like a Star Wars, like like sounds like Greedo's brother, Grebe and Greedo. Or General Grievous. Yeah. Ooh, a lot, yeah, of, yeah, a lot yeah. of Grees in the Star yeah. Wars universe. Yeah, a lot of double um, sounds. So that they're they're a waterfowl and they just, they're just super weird. So they have a big orange crest. Um, they eat their own feathers to line their stomach. They vomit regularly to expel bacteria. And when they do a mating, when they mate, they do a mating dance in which they each pick up a mouthful of uh, seaweed 
or or lake weed or whatever like and they uh-huh. flap up in the air and they slap the seaweed together <laughs> as much as i don't know where the mating part comes in but they do that beforehand so obviously john oliver's like well this is my fucking bird yeah 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 he got um <laughs> <laughs> he ended up getting the record amount uh second place was the kiwi just so of course know. Yeah. With around, uh, I think it was 40,000 votes for the kiwi, the, the national <laughs> bird of New Zealand. The I'm going to bet 100 million. Not that much, but it ah. was 350,000 votes <laughs> in 195 countries crashing the system. Now, apparently, sure, of course. But what happened was apparently when there was some finagling going on, some fraudulent oh. voting going on because wow. of his campaign. And not because of his campaign, uh-huh. because other people that, like basically hopped on to John Oliver's train like, oh, you don't have to be in the U.S. to do it. So one guy uh, casted 40,000 votes just for a penguin. And they, they here's the best part is Forest and Bird magazine caught all of the voter fraud and <laughs> struck it from the record. I was well like, done. Yeah. So apparently the, the voter fraud was one person voted for a penguin 40,000 times and another person in Pennsylvania voted for their bird 304,000 and uh, no, 34,000 times. Um, and they had like one choice every three seconds or something like that. And they struck those for the record. But they, but yeah, John Oliver, he had, he had uh, billboards in Bangladesh, <laughs> North Dakota, Austria, <laughs> like all like Shanghai. He had them everywhere, and he he fucking won. Good nice. for you, John Oliver. Yeah, I like good for you, John that's Oliver. the kind of wholesome thing I want to do when I have money and power. Is just yeah, be like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like instead of instead of fucking up real elections. <laughs> That destroy the lives of everyone. That's what yeah. most rich, powerful people do. Not a political yeah. podcast. Most no. rich, powerful people um, use their money to destroy the lives of people around them. Yeah. Um, if I was rich and powerful, I would just fuck up bird competitions. I, would, yeah. I feel like that's way less harmful. Like I'm it, just it's gonna... like instead of an evil billionaire, you'd be a deranged billionaire. Yeah, it's like what I support I, that. That's <clears throat> wacky, like, wacky, yeah. insane. I like not... wacky, not yeah. like yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Oh yeah. So yeah. Congratulations to the Puteki Teki. And then, um, do you ever wear ski masks when it's cold, Paul? I did when I was a child. I can't uh-huh. do that now as a seven foot tall, 300 pound male adult now. Yeah. I, so I used to think the same thing. So the big thing is that Philadelphia just banned the ski mask and people are pissed because um, Philadelphia, Northern City, guys very cold it's very cold it gets crazy yeah. cold in the winter in philly yeah. um and they just banned it for obvious reasons people were using it to rob places you can't see their face and all that i agree this isn't a with, new invention though like, this is the, this is my yeah this is my exact point i agree yeah. with all of it with the exception basically because balaclavas became super popular fashion wise sure. again so it wasn't just like a keeping warm thing people were starting to wear them for fashion and then, you know, they're, you know, old white people get scared and they're like, all oh, these kids are wearing masks. How do I no. know what they are? So, of course, through the town city council, they put a position to ban the ski mask. Um, I can understand the argument like we don't want their face obstructed. We want to be able to identify people. I can understand that in no. a pre fucking covid world. Yeah. Nowadays, I'm like, OK. 
this person cannot wear a ski mask because they might rob the place. But they can walk in with a pair of sunglasses and a cap, COVID mask. Sunglasses and a COVID no one mask, can say yeah. anything. And it's like, it, it's, just, it's just, it. I don't know. Because it is, it is a silly thing. To, I never wore... I hated ski masks. Because I did they too. Were, my face got. I could so wear glasses hot. with so, yeah. a ski mask. Yeah. No, I, that's what I hated about the COVID mask is that sure. like my glasses oh. would fog up all yeah. day and night instantly. It was the yeah, worst. I had one mask, one fucking mask that worked, mm-hmm. and then there was a new variant that's like, oh yeah, that mask doesn't work anymore. Yep. I, I finally found a brand from Amazon <laughs> that I was able to pinch the nose strip in such a way yeah. that I was able to keep. And it like came up far enough onto the cheekbone itself where I was able to. Yeah. Man, picking a right mask was tough back in the day. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, okay, you, you're banning it, but everyone is half the city's wearing a mask anyway. And yeah. I remember during COVID, I had to pick up a. Um, a package at FedEx mm-hmm. and I went into FedEx and it's, <laughs> this, show is, your IT. this is height <laughs> of COVID. This is height yeah. of COVID. Yeah. And it's also the middle of the summer. So I walk in big face mask, sunglasses, baseball sure. cap and go, hi, yeah. I'm here to pick up a package for, you know, Zach Miko. And he said, yeah. can I see some ID? And I said, sure. And I take out my ID and I hand it to him. And he looks at my ID and he looks at my masked sunglasses, hatted face and went, okay. And I just took my ID back and I went, for real? <laughs> like that was, that's all the, I could, this is, we don't see a problem here. I could, just, and I he think, had the best reaction where he was like, why would he steal your ID to get your package? And I'm like, that's a good point. Like, I, I think you already answered it when you said, you said FedEx, correct? Yes. It was Federal yeah. Express. I have never encountered a less fuck giving delivery company. I like totally agree. UPS will knock on your door, hand mm-hmm. you your package, mm-hmm. talk to you without being annoying. UPS, it depends on the delivery guy. FedEx, it's almost like every package contains bees and they cannot get it out of the truck fast enough the every package is being delivered to their childhood bully the way they treat their packages there was a a, an artist who who did a project years ago Mm -hmm. um he shipped a uh, a certain number of glass boxes glass boxes that he fit perfectly into fedex boxes and then simply removed them and displayed them and the damage that had been done to them. And the title of each piece was the tracking number. So you could literally type it in. And basically on one hand, it was kind of a cool idea. On the other hand, just to say like, FedEx is demolishing these you things. You want to know why? Because they don't give difference? a fuck? I mean, it, Because uh, uh, UPS is a union shop and FedEx is not. You, it, like UPS is wow. unionized and they make a good living. And so they... there's no consequence. Oh, wow. Well, it's not that there's no consequences. There's there's any sort of, um, uh, 
what's the word? Not enrichment. That's what they do with animals in the zoo. Uh, <laughs> incentive. Thank you. Yeah. There's no incentive. Like, you no. know, there, there's incentive. You're like, oh, I have a great paying job that I work sure. up in. And, and I, I have, don't want to lose this. I and I don't want to lose this job. Sure. So they, because they have a good job, you know, you it, it is very proven time and time again that if you feel uh, respected and well compensated at your job, you tend to do a good job at it because- just from I had a union job at the point. hospital, and they didn't appreciate me at all, and I definitely did a bad job in return. You, I'm not saying a union makes it a good job. Gotcha. I worked. Okay. To, I gotcha. worked in a union at Stop and Shop, and I got fired for eating Pez out of the trash. And my union rep said there was nothing he could do about it. So. That is a bad union rep. At my hospital, this motherfucker in security got fired four times for loan sharking. And he was hired oh. back four times because union, oh. you my got caught eating Pez out of a trash. He was like, Pez oh, sorry, man, I can't do I even told him That's I was a like, shitty fucking I, union guy. I remember trying to talk to my my the GM who caught me eating the Pez uh-huh. because I worked in produce. Real quick story, then we'll move on to questions. Yeah. Um, I worked in the produce section and they, uh, the trash compactor was there. And so everyone at the end of the day, people would bring expired product and, um, usually, and a ton of baked goods. Like the bakery had to empty out their day old stuff every night. So Mm -hmm. we would take shit from the trash compactor all the time, especially baked goods. Cause before like before it be went like, in, before it went in the trash. Okay. Compactor. It was our job I'm, to put it I'm in the trash. I'm the, the, the Seinfeld yeah. Costanza, the eclair on oh, the trash yeah. in the trash. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was, it was our job to put it into the trash compactor. So we saw everything before yeah, we put it in. Like I'm taking this home. This is only especially eight hours like, old. It's a donut. I Fuck was it. in high school at the time. So on, I would be like, food. Oh look, yeah. a four pack of chocolate chip muffins that was made 12 hours ago. Yeah. Or expired 12 hours ago. One of the Yeah. Things. Yeah. Either this way, is fine. still, yeah. still good. And so one night in the expired things, there was like a Pez, dis- it was a cars is the movie cars had just come out. So this was like 2003, 2004. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Movie cars just came out. It was a cars Pez dispenser. And I went, Oh, so I took it out and I, uh, on, you know, did the whole thing. I unwrapped it and I filled yeah. it with the Pez and I started eating at Pez while I was throwing other things in the trash. Uh-huh. Um, the GM comes into the back room and he looks at me. He's like, hey, Zach, how you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing good. And I pop a Pez in my mouth and I say, do you want one? And he goes, did you pay for that? And I said, no, no, it was right here in the trash. I've, I ate it out of the trash. And he goes, so you didn't pay for it? And I said, no, it is garbage. He said, so you didn't take it through a register? And I said, no. And then he said, so you don't have a receipt? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. No, I At don't. At that point, you're it's not garbage. Like, yeah. He's yeah, like, it I was... could, I, it clicked. I'm like, oh, he's asking the I'm going to fire you questions. Yeah. yeah. He's and, asking the questions that you shouldn't answer without a union rep there. Yep. And what a, on what the spot, on the spot, he said, uh, well, I have to let you go. We've had a really bad, we've had an, uh, a bad issue Shrinkage. about shoplifting. Sure. Like and he's, yeah, and he's like, That's you gotta you go. And I said, "Are you serious?" And he's <laughs> like, "We're gonna go to the office. We're gonna call your union rep." And I had to go to the office with him, call the union rep, and the union rep told me on the phone, 
if you had punched the GM in the face, I could get you off. <laughs> yeah. But right? there is a if you had been loan sharking, yeah. I could get you off. He goes, but it is a complete and utter zero tolerance <laughs> policy as far as stealing goes. He goes, the way the contract is written, even if it's in the trash compactor, until it's compacted, it's not <laughs> trash, it is product. And you took the product. And I was like, You stole product. So wow. yeah. So not all unions are good, but uh, no. the, U- the UPS ones supposedly. Some of some of the laziest, fucking most incompetent people I met were at that hospital. We're all union proud. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Hey, good for well... you. They're, he's probably still working there today. Still loan sharking, which is a federal crime. Yeah, it's federal. It's federal. There's a little, but I not think not that... if you're in the union. No, not if you're in the if you're in the union, you could well... you could you know. Maybe just don't a, steal any Pez. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ever steal Pez. No. It's not even good. Ask us questions. We know a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it is like not soap. good. It does no. taste like soap indeed. All right. Listener questions, everybody. Uh, Midsummer's Eve asks, do you get any microaggressions that you consider harmless? Um, interesting. I, microaggressions is, an, is like a thing that I've only become aware of recently, which I didn't know. I used was... to just call it passive aggressive. Yeah. I always knew it as passive aggressive, but yeah. so microaggressions is just a different way of pass of, of packaging it. Um, the answer is that I think is harmless. Yeah. It's okay. As a super tall dude, people do the, how's the weather up there? You might get this. And it's like, I know, 90% of that, especially when it's coming from an elderly person. Yeah. I know they don't mean they're just making no. small talk. And exactly. There's no way an old person cannot point out a big person. I've yeah. been to the supermarket with my grandmother. <laughs> it is like God, at Aldi, listen. it's just old people <laughs> asking you how tall you are and how the weather is and if you play basketball. Oh, all but there's of something it. wrong with all of them. Like they only got one leg or no eyes or <laughs> no, no exactly. ears or too many ears. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind it when people ask about my height. It does get annoying when it's nonstop um, yeah. or my size. Like I get, you know, because I'm, you know, big too. They're always like, all right, play football. And I always have to go, no. And now I've started telling them the truth instead, which makes it really awkward. Yeah. So I used to make it up. I used to go, oh, no, no, I didn't play football. Like, why not? And I said, oh, I played baseball, which is. Not a total lie, but yeah. uh, I played little league. I didn't play high, like high that school counts. ball or anything like that, that but counts. I did. I was like, that was yeah. my sport. I played baseball. Yeah. That makes them go away. My new thing is I'll tell them the truth. They're like, did you play football? And I say, no, I had a crippling panic attack at my high school football tryouts. Yeah. And they go, oh, and I'm like, do you want to talk about this stranger? And they're like, no. Oh, oh yeah. Leave. Strangers <laughs> hate to actually be asked real questions. Oh, I know. I was yeah. like, we could talk about this. It was like everyone I ever, bu- everyone who had ever bullied me in my life was the only <laughs> people on the team, and I saw them, and I went, "There's no way I could get through these four years." If I could cry on command, like click on command, oh, Lord, I, I would do have I done. Wish. That's brilliant. Yeah, if somebody, oh. so like next time someone's like, "Hey, you play basketball? Hey, hey, how tall are you? You know, whatever." Just racking sobs, just oh. bursting into shattering crying. Je- I'd love to do that. I don't have that. I can slow Laura can cry, do it, and but... it is so impressive because yeah. she could just whip it out, and it is just like. Do you oh. have an arrangement with her that, like, if you guys get invited to a party you really don't want to go to, that like you'll give her the signal and she'll start crying uncontrollably, and you're like, "Oh my god, I got to get my wife home. I, I we can't really talk about it." No, 
No, but we should. That. We should. Yeah. She's always the tougher one in the situation. I'm the one that like gets emotional. Well, <laughs> so, sure. So I people think... would actually then that might work even better. They're like, well, if Laura's crying. We gotta cry. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, I should. It, play on the stereotype. We yeah. always we do have a rule just with us that we can. We're always if we don't want to do something, the other person can always be the bad guy. Like we're always able to deflect it. To I can always nice. say. Sorry, I can't do this. Laura has this or something like like I or Laura doesn't feel comfortable or something like that. I can always no. we, we're like we can always throw it on the other person. You can throw each other under the bus like a daisy yeah. chain. A two but only in certain things in a, in a thing sure. where it's only the it only affects the one person. You can use the non-involved partner as an excuse. That's good. Where, I like that. That's a good arrangement. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. nice. So yeah, those are harmless. Those aren't too bad. Yeah. Um, Jeff Jeff 643 asks us, oh, I like this. If you had a tagline, uh, so I assume a personal tagline. If you had a tagline, yeah. what would it be? For example, beef, it's what's for dinner. As the classic 80s, yeah. 90s phrase, beef, it's what's for dinner by the American cattle industry. <laughs> Where's the beef was 70s. I don't know if 80s. There was beef, it's what's for dinner. Oh, that was 80s, I think. I think it was 80s. I think yeah. it was 80s. So what would your, what would a, what would a, what a tagline for Paul be? I have one. It's, um, it's no pants, all dreams. And then there's like a rainbow twinkle noise. Oh. Yeah. I actually like that. I think we. I think you've brought that up before. That that's it's, your... <laughs> people don't believe it, but it's not a joke. It's it's really more of a manifesto. I can say, as a man who watches him sit down every day, that there's rarely a pant. Is, yeah. If there's be... pants on, it's cold. Yeah, out it's there, freezing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! For me, I would say um, Zach. There's gonna be something you like about him. Look, <laughs> I don't know. Look. What about like, Zach? It's what's for dinner. <laughs> it's what's for dinner. <laughs> I think for me, I'm like that's my thing. I'm just anyone who like flat out doesn't like me. I'm always like, well, what? Yeah, the, you know, Try look, harder. I, I'm yeah. pretty. I'm pre- like you might not Zach, like everything. Not as I'm, bad as you think if you right. really look at it. Yeah, we can. We'll find common ground. We can find a common interest. Go yeah. ahead, Zach. Main he likes pizza too. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Speaking of which, I got to get to Phoenix, Arizona. Apparently, uh, like right now. Nef- well, whatever. Okay. Um, Netflix, Arizona, or Netflix, Arizona. Netflix That's probably a place. Um, in a pizza thing named a place in Phoenix, Arizona, the n- best pizza in the entire world. So now, mind you, this is just from Netflix. Um, the best pizza in the entire world, as named by actual newspapers is always Connecticut or New York. So I'm like those things. I'm like, okay, I get this. Throw a Chicago in. That's fine. I'm like, Phoenix has the best pizza, but apparently it's just this one place. It's not like Phoenix as a city is known sure, for has great good pizza. water. Yeah. It's there's this one, place. one place apparently is exceptional. And everyone I have talked to who has gone there, it's like, I think it's, it's not Pizza Bianca's. It's, Bianca's is in the name, or Bianco's, uh-huh. something like that. Anyway. I mean, um, I'm curious. Being from New York, like pizza's yeah. a staple. The oh. best pizza I ever had was actually in uh, France when I was there for a, a, oh, a shoot. I had 19 hours to just wander around, and I could have slept and maybe regulated my sleeping schedule, but I said, fuck that. I'm 23 years old or 26 years old. Let's do something stupid. And so I just stayed up for 19 hours when I should have probably been sleeping. I went to the first town out of Monaco into Italy called Vontemiglia. 
Oh. Um, I, I got took the train there, wandered around there, got back on the train, came back, and had um, the best pizza I'd ever had consistently in Monaco. Interesting. Which okay. I mean, yeah, they're there. I yeah. mean, listen, I love it. I don't care where the pizza comes from. Pizza is my favorite thing in the entire world. I yeah, will. man. As long I as you pizza don't yesterday. fuck it up. Like God, I've had, oh, this one, I was in San Diego and this guy was like, you have, and one of the PAs was like, you gotta go to this place. It's called, it's the best pizza I've ever had in my life. And I was like, Hey, I'm from Connecticut. You no, know I'm from New, yeah, Connecticut, yeah, I'm, New I'm, York. I was, like, representing... I'm from, I was like, I'm from the New Haven pizza area. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I lived in New York forever. I was like, I've eaten the best. I have, I have eaten the best pizzas in the world. Uh, except for fucking I can Phoenix, see apparently. as you're giving this speech to him, his eyes just glazing over, <laughs> oh, like, God damn it, why am I talking to this I, fucking I asshole? I, I, take I it just recommended a fucking restaurant. Don't he, go to the restaurant. No, no. He went into it. He's like, it is the best place ever. And I said, <laughs> he defended it. All right. And I okay. Said, okay. I said, I said, what was good about it? I need to know. Because I was like, I don't want to waste my time yeah. on my one. Because it was also, it was like, this is my the crust one is meal. so thin and flaky. Fuck you. It was my one meal in San Diego. So I'm Ooh. like, I should get like Mexican or something. The burrito, the mission, m- mission burrito. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, and yeah. He's like, no, no, you have to go there. So, and I was like, what's the name of it? And he goes, Gino's Express. And I'm like, already it's terrible. There's yeah. no way Express. Gino's maybe, but you put the word Express <sighs> anywhere and it's like. And here's the thing it was, I will put it in the category of good pizza. It was a good average pizza pizza slice it's yeah. better than what i had in uh, georgia you know and and louisiana i should like, fucking is, well hope so Zach. it is yeah. it is it is it was a decent quality fine average it would yeah. be your equivalent of your average new york slice type thing so it See, was good. i would put that I, into good for california oh that's an oh no no it was great yeah. for California, I guess. Oh, like great that. for California. Uh, well, you? that's what I'm saying. That's what I realized with me sure. being like, yeah, this is a fine, it, this is a past yeah. fine border. Five stars good in slice. California is like yeah. four stars. And I started realizing, yeah. I was like, oh, this is like the peak of California. This is what they pizza. talk about. This yeah. is, yeah, this is yeah. what they think. They're, they may still love Pizza Hut and Domino's and all that stuff. So. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> all right. One last question. Um, it is, I didn't save the name of this person, so I apologize. I typed Uh-oh. this in wrong. But a, a lovely human being asked us, just simply, have you ever had a paranormal experience? Have you? I have. Me too. So mm-hmm. I'll, try, I'll try and nutshell this. I was going to say, I, I was, I'll nutshell mine as well. Yeah. Okay. So, um... After high school, but before I'd really kind of left my my house, mm-hmm. my friend and I went to New Orleans, and we New Orleans haunted as fuck, haunted as fuck, yeah, yeah. And there's so many graveyards. There was a graveyard, <laughs> and they're all that, above ground. That's they're the thing. all they above can, ground, which they is they can't double bury nightmare. anything in Louisiana no, because it'll mud. float to the top and fly oh god. Away. So yeah, everything's everything's on like an encased concrete Hills, block. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there was this. Uh, there were a bunch of graveyard tours, and we were like, "That's hokey. Let's just pick a graveyard and go to one at night at midnight." And it's like we didn't think about getting murdered by real people. Oh, yeah. Um, but we were like, "Let's do this." So we picked one, and we got there, and it was like old, and it wasn't really you know f- super fenced, mm-hmm. you know. So we went in there, 
And it was like foggy. And it was like, this is fucking great. We're both big Silent Hill fans. It's like, this is, this is really cool. So we're walking in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're walking in a straight line. And we're walking for a while, which is kind of like, I don't remember being this big. He didn't remember being this big either. But whatever. It's misty. We're enjoying ourselves. We're having fun. Then uh, we hear like feet on the pebbles kind of behind us. And okay. we're like, okay, someone else is doing their own little graveyard tour. That's fine. <sighs> so we start to, uh, so we start to walk, they start to walk, we stop, they stop. And then it's like, Mm-mm. that's what we don't like. Yeah. So we start to walk, they start to walk, we start to walk, they start to walk. We stop and we go, Hey, uh, very funny, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and, then footsteps sprinting towards us. So we run as fast as we fucking can. And like yeah. a few moments later, we're outside the graveyard. The, the mist is lifted. No one's there. The next day we go back. This graveyard was not even half a block. So okay. we were somehow in this tiny, tiny graveyard for like the better part of an hour. Oh, so it wasn't it wasn't paranormal in the sense of like we saw the ghost. It was just like but you heard the ghost. That's some spooky shit. Listen, I've seen a lot of episodes of Ghost Hunters. Yeah, that like f- way James less Wong than that. Could make a movie out of yeah. less than what I just yeah, said. Exactly, way yeah. less than happened. For yeah. me, it was only one real. Like <clears throat> I used to go seeking spooky stuff. Like I love sure. it. I think it's just growing up in New England. I'm just like, yeah. let me see. Also, um. The, there's a haunted town in Connecticut that was so haunted they closed it. A lot of there, yes, yes. There's an abandoned town that's um, yeah. uh, du, du, Doug Doug Duxbury. Du, du, I have it on it a TikTok. Called? I meant to bring it Douglasville? up. Douglasville, I think it's Excuse no, me. fuck Duxbury. I'll look it up later. I'll tell you yeah. next week. Um, but yes, there is an abandoned uh, haunted house or uh, haunted town that is totally abandoned now. Yeah. Connecticut has a whole, I, I come from, so the Warrens, who are the subject slash main characters of all the Conjuring movies, they're from where I live. Like, Played so they, Patrick Wilson. Good old Patrick Wilson. Uh, Patrick Wilson, fucking star of Aquaman 2. Nobody knows his goddamn name. I love this man more than anything. Oh, God. He could go into any Starbucks he wants. <laughs> And he could tell them his name, and they still won't click. They're like, what's the name of the cup, Patrick Wilson? They're like, oh, fucking generic-ass name there. God, he would never. I love Patrick Wilson. Anyway, uh, so I used to want to do a bunch of, like, creepy stuff. So I used to, like, you know, do the same thing. I went to graveyards, went to haunted houses, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Never really saw anything. Sure. Just kind of like, you know, like a teenager was like, oh, this is spooky, but never felt or saw anything. Yeah. The one thing I did is, so my college dorm, was mm-hmm. said to be an old uh, children's asylum. That's what we were told. It was the Yale Pediatric <laughs> Psychiatry Center. Jesus God. So, okay. So our dorm, the legend has it, that it had been converted from a child's asylum to a dorm for college kids. Our dorm was a luxury <laughs> apartment building on the fucking Upper West Side of Manhattan. <sighs> not, Who the fuck is like, dead not, children, eh? Let's get some college students in here. Wow. That's at Albertus Magnus College, who just has... 
nothing all of their dorms are just um <laughs> is albertus magnus the name of the the of the, the doctor that tortured the children to death maybe no he's a saint i want to say i think i know that i should know <laughs> that, that we know of that we know it i don't know it yeah. was a they were the it was a catholic university so i'm assuming it was a saint sure um anyway so we me and a friend went looking for it one day we're like because uh-huh. there was a rumor that you could still find the padded room in the basement man Sure. Padded room in the basement. And like when you went down to the laundry room, there was a locked door with a padlock on it. Um (laughs) that they were like, through there, that's where you go. Next to the laundry room. So one day well, the laundry room was in the basement. (laughs) So one day I get it. One day we're like, that's the laundry room. That's where we tortured kids to death. Those are the bathrooms. Yeah. (laughs) So one so one day we would go down there. Um, me and a buddy doing laundry of and course. we see that the padlock is unlatched and just sitting Uh-oh. there and we're like yeah ho, ho, ho. and we're probably like 15 beers into a rack of keystone <laughs> light at this point so we're like wow oh, ho, ho. Yeah. and we um so we take the little thing off the thing and we go in there and it's just a hallway we're like oh but there's like more rooms so hallways are creepy as fuck so it's creepy totally dark hallway so we're sneaking down and we had um i don't even think cell phones had lights then this would no he did one guy one guy had we didn't have iphones but one um Jason's phone was a flip phone that had a flash for the flip camera. So oh, he wow. did have a light. So that like 20 I watt light. Nice. had a juke. The, whoosh, the one that did that, that looked like a cigarette oh, lighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that? So that didn't have a flashlight. Oh, so, so his had wow. a flashlight. God. No one used to have the same phones, guys. Everyone had that's, their own phone. It was the, the greatest thing ever. Dune of phones, <laughs> dude. I like. Everyone's you, like, "This is gonna take over the world." You could always tell <laughs> when I was drunk in college because the juke was tiny. It was a little. It was literally like the size of a cigarette holder, and you'd flip it open, and it would come open like a switchblade. So you're like, "Oh, this is so cool." And you'd always know when I was drunk because when I was texting, I would have to close one eye to see the tiny screen because it was (laughs) the screen was too small for two drunk eyes to focus on it. (laughs) And I was just like, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to do this anyway. So we go down this hallway and um, we check a couple rooms and they're, you know, dusty, like they just empty rooms. They look like kind of like they kind of look like the dorm rooms upstairs with nothing in them, just like cinder block walled rooms. We're like, okay. We get to the end, and I'm not shitting you, Paul. We open the door, and fully mattress padded room is in the back corner. That's and I awesome. was like, what the fuck? And there was like a little, there was like a dusty, like not a rocking horse, that kind of horse that was on springs. Do you remember those things? Where it like was the like the thing where you just out in front yeah. of supermarkets? No, no. It was like a horse. And then the horse that was attached by like four posts to this giant iron springs. So you could like buck all around on the horse. Anyway, there was one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. could do that with the. Oh, so not the motorized one. Just the not ones the that motorized. Were like just the one that in, you had to like playground. move yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You could fuck the shit up out of those. Yeah. So there was one of those. And uh, we were like, holy shit. We looked in and I want to say we were brave and explored. Blah, blah. We looked in and went. We got to go. And we ran to the end. And as we were running up the hallway, the door closed. The, the, the door you the door, no, The, the door, mattress door. No, the door to the laundry room we are running towards, the door closed. And the light went and went perfect black because they had the light going on. And we're like, Rah! 
ah, shit, ah, shit. And um, then we burst. Like, I just, I was like, my plan was I'm big. I'm just yeah, not breaking I'm taking stride. this door down. The door's yeah. coming down. Oh, no, ghosty. I'm, so I'm like running. I like have my shoulder like prepped and ready. I'm like, I'm going to ram through this door. Um, and I hit the door and it just popped open and swung and it hit the thing. So it wasn't, so it was shut, but it wasn't locked or anything. But there was sure. no one there. There was no one else in the laundry room and no one like running mm. up the stairs or anything. So that's my closest thing to a paranormal experience. It's fucking freaky. See, um, I always want, like, I, what I want to do is, like, hop in a fucking car and go there right now and just be like, no, we now know where this is. Let's see if this is, re-, you know. Because, again, right just now. like with the cryptids, like, I want to see Bigfoot. I want to see Nessie. You know, I, I want I think you to it's plug Dudleyville. equipment in. Dudleyville? Dudleyville. That Dudleyville. Familiar. I think it is Dudleyville. Yeah. Haunted. Oh, no. It's Ghost Town. I I I also have it mixed up with the FedEx union jobs. Google's very confused. <laughs> Dudley town, Dudley town. That's what Dudley it is. Town. Yes. I know Dudley town. I've never been to Dudley town. It is very illegal to go to Dudley town. It is sure. all, there's like a thousand signs. Um, I know generally where it is. I've always wanted to go. There's also a town illegal about it. Unless there's like a public it's owned. Some, no, no, no. no oh, so it's just it's private, private property. property. It's just private okay. property. Gotcha. And there's, because it's like a thing, a ghost seeking thing, whoever the owners are, have put signs up at like every basic asset. Sure. Being sure, like, sure, this sure. is private property. We will prosecute anyone we find. Sure. Bloody, bloody, bloody. But yeah. I still want to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's an abandoned like, again, settlement located in the valley known as the Dark Entry Forest. I don't think that's what it's called. In, in Connecticut. North, in northwestern Connecticut, which is just above me. That's, that's um, incongruous. Yeah. They're, they're, it's not open to public due to vandalism and trespassers. And you're like, okay, whatever you guys say. And murder ghosts. And murder ghosts. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's supposed to be super creepy and I really want to go. I like this. Yeah, so. part of me wants to go because again, just just to experience, even just experiencing like a a sense of unsettlement, a sense of just I like, oh really wow, something it. is uh, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like like that door shutting in my face. I t- I've talked I've talked about it for years because it scared the hell out of me, but in yeah. a weird, exhilarating like no one knows what that was kind of way. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went on one, and and then we got to go there. We went on one. Um, ghost tour it was uh-huh. me uh our friends karen and joe mm-hmm. uh buddy pat my wife and buddy jason and christina it was a good group of us it was like eight of us and yeah. we were going to um it was fort ty not ticonderoga i think it was just fort lake george it was on okay. lake george there's two ticonderoga is like the famous one that is at the top of lake george we were at the bottom of lake george i think it's just called fort lake george or something like that what a bad name lake george fort maybe that sounds better lake george no both (laughs) of them sound bad it's like whatever it was dr johnson yeah sorry they did ghost tours and of course Uh we're like oh yes let's go see some ghosts in some in in a in a war of 1812 fort this is going to be the best and so we went in and it's you know super creepy looking they have all the lights off they do tours sure. during the day they have yeah. lights but for the ghost tour they shut everything off and you oh yeah you gotta have the lights flashlights off. yeah um and there were two tour guides there was one guy who was like i know every historical thing ever and i can just tell you the different ghost stories i can tell you 
you know, the different people who are here. I can, I can give you an amazing tour. <laughs> the other guy was like a self-proclaimed 72 year old medium. And he's just like, oh, I've nice. seen 15,000 ghosts here. And, blah, 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 blah. and his whole, and so he's just like, just rattling off about how he's been seeing ghosts his whole life and he has a gift and it's a curse. And you could tell the guy, the historical guy is pissed because he's like, Frank does this every fucking time. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a historian, god damn it. <laughs> and um and Frank's whole thing was just these like you can catch pictures of the ghosts um with your cell phones and I'll tell you if there's a ghost or not. Um so all the tour turned into was everyone walking around with their phones taking pictures of dark corners and going up like Frank, is this a ghost? And he'd look at your phone and go, Yep, there it is right there. And then he'd <laughs> hand over your phone yep. real fast. Yeah. And you'd be like, where do you want it? He's like, I have to help other people. And you're just like, that was the whole fucking tour. I'm very tour. busy. Yeah. Oh, very busy. So Frank, I wish that big was fan of the show. Yeah. Big fan of the show. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening to FIFO Chums. Yeah. Um, Got two weeks. We're doing our, our year end superlative wrap up thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. wrapping up. Gonna we're gonna wrap, we're gonna wrap it, it up. up. It's gonna wrap it it's up. Gonna wrap it's gonna it wrap up. Uh, follow us on our socials at FIFO Chums. Send us in your questions for next week's listener questions. And FIFO Chums at Gmail. At if Gmail. You want it to be more permanent because otherwise we will forget. They like the stories. The stories disappear they like do. tears in the rain. Stories like disappear. Stories. Um, yeah. And we will catch you next week. Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Bum 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 We promise not to eat you. We only want to meet you. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the FIFA Chums. Yeah, yeah,